How are you feeling? Good. And how are you feeling? I want to welcome everybody to another In My Feels episode. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon, wherever you are. Today's episode, I'm going to dive in on the conditioning of marriage. And the reason why I'm dabbing on this is, of, uh, you know, I'm rereading The Seat of the Soul and this came up and I'm watching this TV show called uh, Love on the Spectrum, which I'm going to dive in on. Incredible, incredible show. Loved every minute of it. And I kind of just want to di- dive in on the dynamics and the conditionings and how we kind of need to step aside from those and create our own, I guess, newness, relationship towards relationships, relationships towards ourselves how we see ourselves in relationships. And I guess we have to stop the comparison of everybody else's relationships or relationships that have gone on for, for centuries and centuries and kind of start creating new ways of, of living together, ways of expressing each other, ways of emotion, emoting, ways of meditating, ways of lovemaking. I'm not going to dive in on that, but uh, it just as, as an expression of love. And before we start, you know, thoughts, feelings, emotions, conditionings, everything on the inside creates your outside exterior. So my question for you is, how are you feeling right now in this moment? And really dive in, really dive in, really home in on how you're feeling. Ask yourself how you're feeling. Ask someone else how, you, how they're feeling. Be honest, be open, be expressive. There's no wrong answer. There's no right answer. It's time to just live and be as you are, as you want to be. And how am I feeling? I'm feeling incredibly optimistic today. I am enjoying myself, enjoying what I'm doing, enjoying what I'm about to do, enjoying the connections I'm making, enjoying enjoying my, my relationship, enjoying my everything. I'm, enjoying, I'm just enjoying being me. Wow. Sounds super powerful and I'm enjoying it. Okay, so, so, so kind of before I dive in on the conditionings of marriage... I feel this is kind of appropriate to mention that uh, Love on the Spectrum is incredible. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, I, I, I watched the US one and then now I guess I'm watching the previous ones, I guess, which is which is based in Australia. And it's, you know, Asperger's and autism and how they are kind of being interviewed and, and going on these kind of dates to tr- tr- try and find love. And I have to say, I you know, I study, I study people, I study kind of everything inside and I study the kind of the spiritual aspect of a person. And, and, and if you haven't seen it, you know, uh, I, I, I want to dive in more on the kind of the personalities, the kind of how open and honest the people are on the show. It's incredible. They're incredibly loving, incredibly emotional, incredibly, and as I said, honest and pure. And it got me thinking, you know, they've been diagnosed as being on the spectrum, but I think it's the other way around. I think we're off the spectrum. I think they're doing it right. And I think we have been doing it wrong for so long. You know, uh, an example would be they'd go on a date and they'd say, hi, how are you? I'm amazing. How are you? Thank you for asking. And they're so honored and happy to be in someone else's presence. And there's an honesty there. And if they don't like something, they would say it. Not in a malicious way, in a very honest and open way. They, they, They do not hold back on their emotions. They don't hold back on expressing their emotions, I guess. But there is a kind of a, a misstep of how they read emotions and, you know, something we would see as an awkward date inside themselves. They had the best time ever. 
And I think there's there's such beauty in that. And it's something that was an inspiration to me to kind of talk about this 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 episode and watching the show and my wife and I watched it and we were just smiling with absolute joy and love the whole time. And I don't remember a show that has done that to me in a very long time. It's inspirational how, how we can be as humans and how we can be honest and, and expressive and show love. And it's like they wear their, their heart on their sleeve and they're very passionate about finding love and not being alone and wanting that human connection. And, and it shows me the kind of natural basic instincts of, of humans is, is not to be lonely, not to be, you know, sad and depressed. It's to, it's to, it's to kind of live life to the fullest and express your love and to attract love and to be out there. And you can tell I'm super passionate about this. And it was just super, super inspirational. So I would highly suggest watching it, but watch it from, from a kind of spiritual perspective that people have been telling them that they've been doing it wrong or they're on the spectrum or this type of thing. But I think they're actually doing it right. Not that there is a kind of right or wrong way of doing things, but how honest and emotive they are and how loving, very loving, very, very loving. I'm not talking about the kind of early kind of, you know, on the spectrum and the Asperger's and the dealing with the schools and all type of stuff. I'm talking about when they're kind of on the, 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 the adult side of it and their, their maturity has levels have risen and all that type of stuff. I think they are handling it perfectly well. So watch it. Please watch it. Okay, let's dive in on the kind of conditioning of marriage from the seat of the soul by Gary Zukov. When you speak of a marriage, for example, you invoke a particular consciousness, a particular energy. When two people marry, they become husband and wife. Husband means the master of a house, the head of a household, a manager. Wife means a woman who is joined to a man in marriage, a hostess of a household. Sometimes it means a woman of humble rank. The relationship between a husband and a wife is not equal. When two people marry and think and speak of themselves as husband and wife, they enter into these consciousnesses and intelligences. See, now, this is a blanket statement, and, and it's kind of giving you a statement based on the conditionings of what we think marriage is. And what Gary means is, when we give titles of husband and wife, those those titles comes with conditionings, just as as he said, you know, husband and wife, master of the house, breadwinner is husband, all that type of stuff. Again, these are very stereotyped notions, but it's also instilled in our culture and our conditionings. So we can say they're stereotypes, but we also subconsciously believe them because this is everything that we've grown up around. We've seen our parents do it, our parents' parents, their parents' parents, and it's kind of just this, this cycle. It's now time for us to break that cycle. And this is when we step into the kind of spiritualness of love your life partner of love and the connotation of, of husband and wife, then you enter into these consciousnesses, these collective consciousnesses, these stereotypes, these conditionings, and what happens in physical reality, you attract those conditionings to vindicate the way you are feeling. It can be no other way. Thoughts become things. It's that simple. Wife means a woman who is joined to a man in marriage, a hostess of a household. Now, for us to step out of these notions, we have to get rid of these titles, not necessarily get rid of, because I still use them, but I use them from a term of endearment. It's not a term of conditioning because I've been conditioned the kind of role of what a wife or a husband is. You know, in my house, I do, I do the cooking. I do all that type of stuff. I love it. I love it. You know, we equally clean, we, 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 but we live as spiritualness because we understand the power that we collectively have, but it takes time to grow that. I've been with my wife, you know, 12 years. And we wasn't easy in the beginning. Well, it was easy in the beginning because it's the kind of fairy tale ness of 
the relationship. First year was a breeze. Yes, this is amazing. Then the fear element starts coming in because, because the love element is there. It's rock solid. And it's almost like, is that person going to hurt me? Because I've been hurt before. Is that person going to leave me? Not sure how I can handle that. And then you start allowing these fear-based elements to enter into the conditionings of the already conditioned relationship of what the roles or stereotypes should be. Get rid. You love you. You love your life partner. Express your love. Open up about your love. Would you rather have loved and lost than to never have loved at all? And it's a very true statement because we focus on the hurt aspect, but we don't focus on the love aspect. Love way outpowers fear. And I think when we step into that conditioning, we start knowing that and knowing that and feeding it to our consciousness, to our subconscious, it becomes reality and a beautiful space to be in. So get rid of those stereotypes of what a husband and wife should be and just be as you are. Gary Ferber says the archetype of a marriage was designed to assist physical survival. When two people marry, they participate in an energy dynamic in which they merge their lives in order to help each other survive physically. The archetype of marriage is no longer functional. It is being replaced with a new archetype that is designed to assist spiritual growth. This is the archetype of spiritual or sacred partnership. Incredible stuff, incredible stuff. We think about the basic necessities of human survival, survival of the fittest and all these type of things that were created kind of centuries ago or, you know, when there was no electricity, no water, no power, no this, no that. Those are no longer our reality. I'm not saying it's for everybody. It's not my reality. But I understand the power that I have to manifest everything I do have. And we may see life as hard. And I see it sometimes myself. I used to see it. But at the end of the day, if I want entertainment, I click a button and it's instantly in front of me. If I want food delivered to my house, there's an app that does it for me. There are so many things in place that make our lives super easy. And it's when we turn that notion around from my life is so hard to my life can be super easy if I allow it to be easy. So these kind of survival of the fittest, old school ways of thinking of how a marriage is, is no longer functional. We need to step into the spiritual practice of relationships and co-creating my wife and i used to do it we haven't done it now but we're starting to get back into it we used to meditate on the things that we wanted together because then we became a powerful tool for the law of attraction to both of us now of course we want different things but if we focus on the things that we do want together then we can manifest them a lot quicker and a lot easier and a lot less stressful and as we as we're meditating together we're becoming one spiritually we're all one spiritually anyway, but I'm talking about the conditioning of being actually one, not being a separate entity, being a togetherness. Your love is my love. I am you. You are me. We are growing together. We are life partners. You're my best friend. Because we have this, this kind of fairytale notion we're going to be in love forever. And I love my wife dearly. I'm obsessed with her. But I'm obsessed with her because that we are mentally intertwined and spiritually intertwined because we do things together not separately but we are still still souls on our journeys which are figuring out the things we want to do individually but we know that that benefits the whole and that benefits us spiritually and emotionally the underlying premise of a spiritual partnership is a sacred commitment between the partners to assist each other's spiritual growth spiritual partners recognize their equality Spiritual partners are able to distinguish personality from soul, and therefore they are able to discuss the dynamics between them, their interactions on a less emotionally bound ground than husbands and wives. That ground does not exist within the consciousness of marriage. 
It exists only within the consciousness of spiritual partnership because spiritual partners are able to see clearly that there is indeed a deeper reason why they are together and that that reason has a great deal to do with the evolution of the souls. Beautiful and 100% true. Spiritual partners recognize their equality, 100%. See, I, I would agree and disagree with this statement because if you have no longer, if you're married and you no longer condition yourselves with the roles of what conditioning or stereotype marriage is, then this probably doesn't apply to you. But if you do condition yourselves, you're my wife, I'm your husband, I go make the money, I'm the breadwinner, you look after the kids, all this type of stuff. There is no spiritualness to that. That is just fitting into a role that was previously given to you by somebody else. Let's break out of these roles. Let's make new roles for ourselves. So we recognize our equality. We are both one in this relationship and we are raising together. We're best friends. We express love. We express emotion. I'm feeling like shit today. I'm not sure why, but because I'm expressing it, I'm not going to take it out on you. Oh, why are you doing all this type of stuff? I need a minute. Clear communication, clear expression of your emotion. The emotion flows through you. There's no animosity. There's no trapped emotion. There's nothing that your partner's sensing that is going on with you that you're not expressing. Be open, be honest, be love. So if you're married, if you're not married, if you're looking for someone, your partner is growing with you in a spiritual partnership. Yes, we call it marriage, call it whatever, whatever you want to call it. I like being in, you know, getting married for me was the greatest, one of the greatest things I've ever done, you know, along with having my daughter. Because I knew that this was the love of my life. I knew that this was an expression of my love. I knew this is what I was attracting. I knew that we were growing together. We were best friends and this is my life partner. And from that coming together of spiritual partnership or marriage or whatever you want to call it, I call it, it means something different to me. We were, an, we were able to grow within each other. We were comfortable with each other. We explored each other sexually, emotionally, you know, lovingly. We explored the world. We, we traveled. We meditated together. We, we did things together. We did yoga together. We did all these type of things. We became a collective. Because spiritual or sacred partners can see from this perspective, they engage in a very different dynamic than husbands and wives. Again, you know, it's the, it's the conditionedness of the word husbands and wives. If you've unconditioned that, great. It can mean something completely different to you. The conscious evolution of the soul is not part of the structural dynamic of marriage. It does not exist within the evolution because when the evolution archetype of marriage was created for our species, the dynamic of conscious spiritual growth was far too mature a concept to be included. What makes this spiritual or sacred partnership is that the souls within the partnership understand that they are together in a committed relationship. But the commitment is not to physical security. It is rather to be with each other's physical lives as they reflect spiritual consciousness. Everything I just said previous to this statement reflects this it's not about being with your partner for physical security i'm with this person because i feel safe and secure no because you're expressing external power internal power is understanding i'm committed to this person and to each other's physical lives as they reflect us spiritually and lovingly and I see this from a different perspective because I don't see the dynamic of husband and wife and marriage and this and this and this and this. I see us as just two souls which I have expressed physical reality into our personalities and we are coming together as one to form a partnership of love and expression and enjoyment and joy. And, you know, it really bugs me when, when I hear people go, you know, marriage is hard work. Is it? 
I have not seen one ounce of hard work. I'm telling you, raising a baby, that is hard work. Marriage is not hard work. Work, going to work is not hard work. Raising a baby is very difficult because you're raising a soul, a personality to express themselves and also battling your conditions of how you were raised. It's like a cluster of just emotion and everything else, but you have to allow other people to express. And I think that's the key to happiness is you expressing and allowing others to express and understanding. Spiritual partners bond with an understanding that they are together because it is appropriate for the souls to grow together. They recognize that their growth may take them to the end of their days in this incarnation and beyond, or it may take them to six months. They cannot say that they will be together forever. The duration of their partnership is determined by how long it is appropriate for their evolution to be together. All of the vows that a human being take cannot prevent the spiritual path from exploding through and breaking those vows if the spirit must move on. It is appropriate for spiritual partners to remain together only as long as they grow together. Very, very crucial statement. Insanely crucial. I understand my, my, my wife and I, my family and I, we remain together because we are spiritually growing together. We are meditating together. We are focusing together. We are writing down our goals. We understand each other. We express and emote our love for each other. We dive in on, on how we are thinking, how we are feeling what do you want to do? What don't you want to do? How do you feel? How does that make you feel? How does me doing that make you feel? How can I be better and, and different and express more? It's just openness. It's innocence. It's openness and it's beauty. And that's what, what, I, what I saw in the kind of reflection of Love on the Spectrum and the TV show and how they were expressing themselves. Spiritual partners bond with an understanding that they are together because it is appropriate for their souls to grow together. See, I haven't really come to the, t I know I have a soul, but for me to understand I have a soul, I still, because I love, I love who I am. I love my personality. I love who I am right now. And I understand there's a soul above me, which is kind of, you know, there, but I love who I am right now. And I'm not saying I'm, I don't want to explore that side of myself yet because I still ask my soul for, for help in certain situations. I still ask my guides for certain things, but I'm very content right now. It's a good word. It's good. It's Okay. I'm not stagnant though. That remember I talk about stagnant, stagnation, all that type of stuff. No, no, no. I'm moving. I'm flowing. I'm going. I'm like a bamboo on a river. I'm flowing. And kind of onto the last point that Gary makes is spiritual partnership is a much freer and more spiritually accurate dynamic than marriage because spiritual partners come together from a position of spirit and consciousness. How spiritual partners merge and move their concept of partnerships is a matter of free will. So long as they recognize that they bring the consequences of their choices into their partnership and know the full extent of their choices, this is what influences the manner and direction that the partnership goes. It's about choice and free will within your relationship. When you act in a certain way in a relationship, you have to understand that you are a powerful magnet and you bring the consequences of your choices into your partnership. And you understand that your, the full extent of your choice is the direction that your partnership goes in. Honesty, love, expression. How do you want to live your life? How do you want to live your relationship? How do you want to be in your partnership with your partner, your spiritual partner, with your marriage, whatever? Again, I don't use the terms. I use the terms marriage, husband and wife. Those are, those are instilled in me. I'm not even going to try and uncondition those. But I've reconditioned what a marriage, a husband and a wife mean to me. They don't mean the stereotype version of those. It means someone to grow with, a life partner to grow with, the choices that you make, the power that we have, the collective consciousness that we have to, ha to 
generate anything we want. And we are free within our relationships to do that. We are committed to each other, but we are free in this life. We have free will and choices. And I think that is the beauty of relationship. I think that is the beauty of, of, of expressive love. I think that is the beauty of how relationships should be, in my opinion, in my expression. Wow. I, I, I really, really enjoyed that. Like, I felt such a passion towards, I guess, this subject, towards love, towards expression, towards honesty in relationships, towards expressing each other into the fullest enjoyment. <laughs>